wonderful friends, welcome to Fate FM Drive Time Big Q&A. This is the program where we respond to difficult questions concerning God, faith, contemporary religion and the Bible, and where we look at the world religious trends in the light of Bible prophecy. I am Nick Rita, your host today, and uh, we thank you so much for tuning in, being with us today. Uh, it's a privilege to have you with us, and I'm inviting you to be part of this program today. And you know by now that you can uh, um, send us a text message with a thought, maybe a question, and you can do that uh, by um, messaging us on zero four triple eight eight zero eight double one. On the same number, we'll come a little bit later with the offer which we have prepared for today. But it's good to have uh, with us uh, here in the studio our co-host, Tracy Papandreou. It's good to have you back, Tracy, with us. Hi, Nick, and hi to all the listeners. I hope everyone's uh, heading up for a nice uh, time of a pause from work and a little bit of a relax and enjoying some of the great things of the season. Yes, and I can't believe it, Tracy, how uh, quick uh, a year passed by these days. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, it's a bit scary, isn't abs- it? <laughs> yeah, and you know, when I was a child, um, uh, my parents used to tell me that uh, it will come those things that a uh, year will go like a day. And I said, ah, come on, you know, uh, myself like a child, I used to look on the sky and say, oh, man, that sun is still st- still there on the sky, never goes down, you know, because I was yes. waiting to go home from the fields, you know, yes. growing up at the farm. And yes. the day was long, long, long. Yes, yes. Is it is it a sign of the times or it is or is it a sign you and I are getting much older? I, I don't know. <laughs> At least there is a sign of something, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but hey, it's uh, very yeah, very good to be able to um come together uh, during this time, you know, this season, you know, when we again remember about the birth of Jesus Christ and uh, uh, we are going to talk a little bit about what that means because mm. uh, I believe many people are, um, um, you know, even um, pausing and stopping, you know, from work and celebrating Christmas to say so or resting, not even knowing what that means. Mm. You know, uh, it became a little bit like that. But hey, um, we are going to just talk a little bit uh, today. Now, Tracy, it's um, um, a very passionate, uh, you know, servant of the Lord, I will say, you know, she likes to share with us on Faith FM about the love of Jesus. And when we talk about the birth of Jesus, I mean, that's the ultimate love of God mm. shown to each one of us here on this earth, that Jesus came to be born on this earth and then to suffer and to die for us, mm. that we may live for him. During the week, uh, we look at a few questions uh, like, um, uh, should I celebrate uh, Christmas? Is Christmas pagan? Does the Old Testament really foretell Christ? That's a very good question. Is Jesus just a myth like Santa? Or some people may think that Santa is real, <laughs> you know, but uh, more people come to understanding, you know, that uh, it's just a bit of a myth, a bit of a fairy tale. But, you know, is Jesus real? 
It's a very good question. Can I believe in a virgin birth? Now I heard this uh, debate, you know, uh, many people uh, talking about this. This is a little bit uh, childish, you know, to believe in these sort of things. Uh, but yeah, it, is that what the Bible speak about and why Christians are uh, uh, believing in uh, in this? I think, I think that was, again, a very good uh, question, which we asked already during the week with our uh, hosts uh, here on, um, on Faith FM Drive Time. And my dear friend listening today, if you miss some of those programs, you know that you can uh, listen back. You can either go to our um, uh, Faith FM uh, website, faithfm.com.au, but even easier um, to have uh, our app, uh, Faith FM Australia. If you haven't downloaded yet, this is the time now to do it because you'll uh, be able to listen, you know, uh, good music during the season and uh, and all our programs. Uh, but today we are going to ask uh, this question, Tracy. Is the Christmas story still relevant? This is a question which we'll look at. And um, even before we move a little bit into what's your um, experience with uh, with this season or with Christmas? Um, well, I actually, uh, about five years ago, I made a decision to um, radically change my approach to Christmas. And I just don't do Christmas gifts um, because I was just frustrated by the consumerism of it. Um, I was like everyone else, caught up in the frenzy of trying to find the right gift for people, um, spending far too much at this time of year. Uh, And, you know, I just kind of thought, well, everyone I'm giving gifts to, they really have enough, Uh, you know, and, and I just explained to people that it was my stand about wanting to not to, to move myself away from getting caught up in the world's approach to Christmas. Mm. And I told people, I will focus more on you on your birthday. Um, but from now on, I'm just, please don't expect a Christmas gift from mm. me. You know, don't take it personally. That's just my way that I want to deal with it. Uh, so, so it's actually made the whole season. It's taken the stress out of the season mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. Um, the craziness out of it. And it's helped me to focus on what I believe I need to be focusing on more so at this time of the year. And I think you, what you said, it's uh, quite important because uh, uh, we can just uh, run to and fro, you know, and do all those things and preparation and even um, around the house. And uh, then, as you said, with uh, thinking of all those gifts and so on and so forth, that it can be very stressful. Um I believe the reason for this season is to come closer to God. If we still uh, call it, you know, uh, the, the the birth of Jesus, you know, now we'll come to discuss a little bit about what Christmas means and so on and so forth. But uh, just in my own experience, uh, when I was um, a child, you know, younger, um, I was waiting, you know, the whole year maybe for Christmas because in our tradition, we 
uh, as children will get together in like in groups of uh, five or ten or something like that and will go from door to door, from house to house, singing carols to people and they will give us gifts, you know, and they will welcome us in and it was snowing, it was nice, we'll, we'll go on those um, slides, you know, with the, all those things. The and, bargain? Oh, yeah. It was amazing, you know, was, and... Um, uh, all together with the uh, new year very traditional also back home in in Romania we want to make we used to make preparation for weeks as children you know for that making all those uh, um no cracking the whips you know and uh, oh, okay. and have all sorts of instruments you know to um to use during that time and we use even at the country in the country we use horses you know with the plow behind us you know to say that the next year will be a, a good year and uh, yeah we we went to to sing to people and to wish them all the best mm-hmm. for the coming year and also Thanksgiving mm-hmm. or the year past. I think that from that point of view, it was exciting. Mm. I didn't understand anything at that uh, stage, at that level about God and the love of God for us, you know, but it was just a tradition. And uh, Nikki, you, you make me think about, I've got a girlfriend over in Italy, a close girlfriend, and as much as I love God, she's a very strong atheist, but she loves this time of year. She really loves it. And I have said to her, um, I'm confused because, you know, you've said you don't believe in Christ. This season is about celebrating the birth of Christ. So, what are you actually celebrating? I know this is an important time for you. What are you actually celebrating? And what I could work out was these whole traditions that you just talked about, you know, um, the thing of, of, of decorating your house, the thing of getting together with, with friends and family, uh, giving gifts, all of that kind of thing. Mm. Um, she actually... Um, really loves the whole mythology around Babbo Natale, mm-hmm. which is um, Father Christmas. Um, and and so, you know, people can love the season for something completely different. I mean, it is called Christmas, mm-hmm. uh, but many people l- love the season, but for something very different than um, what we believe it's all yeah. about. My dear friend listening today, we'd love to hear from you. What's your story? What what do you understand about this season? Um, if you like to share, uh, you know, your story and a few thoughts uh, about this, by all means, please uh, send us a text message on 04-888-808-11. You can always uh, write an email, you know, you just, you can go on uh, on uh, faithfm.com.au and yeah let us know what you think about this but Tracy let's um, let's ask a couple of questions here I mean um, what is the story of Christmas the Christmas story yeah Yeah. I think um, if we're going to talk about whether the Christmas story is still relevant then maybe we need to just be clear that um, with with everyone that we're all talking about the same thing so when we talk about the Christmas story which is sometimes known as the nativity story Mm. uh, 
It's really the story that tells about the conception and birth of Jesus Christ. Throughout the many centuries of Christianity, this Christmas story has developed into a yearly tradition and is central to the celebration of Christmas in the Christian faith. But I'd like to, Nick, just actually go through through some of the scriptures so that, that I can really make good. sure that we're actually, you know, being specific for people so that they know um, what we're talking about, what we're pulling out from the Bible when we talk about the Christmas story. So um, the first text that I want to um, quote is Matthew 1, 18 to 23. And this is uh, about um, when um, the angel comes to Mary and, and talks to her about, about this and, the, and, and um, how she will conceive. So it starts, now the birth of Jesus Christ was as follows. After his mother Mary was betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Spirit. Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man and not wanting to make her a public example, was minded to put her away secretly. But while he thought about these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take to you Mary your wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit, and she will bring forth a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. So all this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the Lord through the prophet, saying, Behold, the virgin shall be with child and bear a son and they shall call his name Emmanuel which is translated God with us so from that scripture we get the promise that Jesus will save us from our sins so we've already got those those great promises and the idea that um, that this is actually the Holy Spirit mm. um, which has which has conceived of of Mary in this case and obviously that's something which is hard for us to get our heads around these days um, but I believe that just because uh, God operates in supernatural ways uh, that we you know cannot operate in these days then that doesn't mean that um, that it can't possibly happen the next scripture that I would like to um, go through is um, uh, a little bit more of this story, and it's in Luke one twenty six to thirty seven. And it came to pass in those days that a that a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. So this is what takes place mm. in Mary's life after. Um, uh, she has conceived. Uh, this census first took place while. Quirinius was governing Syria. So all went to be registered, everyone to his own city. Joseph also went up from Galilee out of the city of Nazareth into Judea to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed wife, who was with child. So it was that while they were there, the days were completed for her to be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in a swaddling cloths and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the end. Now there were in the same country shepherds living out in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were greatly afraid. 
Then the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Saviour who is Christ the Lord, and this will be the sign to you. You will find a babe wrapped in swaddling cloths lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. So it was when the angels had gone away from them into heaven that the shepherds said to one another, Let us now go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has come to pass, which the Lord has made known to us. And they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. Now when they had seen him, they made widely known the saying which was told them concerning this child. And all those who heard it marveled at those things which were told them by the shepherds. So, you know, um, here is where we understand about the shepherds, the, the angels coming and revealing to these shepherds, these lowly people, um, what was actually um, going to you know that that the, the the birth of Christ had taken mm. place, and and what to and that there was a sign there for them. And just one last one that I wanted to bring out: uh, Matthew two one to eleven. Um, now, afterwards, Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king. Behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem came to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east and have come to worship him. When Herod the king heard this, he was troubled, and all Jerusalem with him. And when he had gathered all the chief priests and scribes of the people together, he inquired of them where the Christ was to be born. So they said to him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for thus it is written by the prophet, But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are not the least among the rulers of Judah, for out of you shall come a ruler who will shepherd my people, Israel. Then Herod, when he had secretly called the wise men, determined from them what time the star appeared. And he sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search carefully for the young child, and when you have found him, bring back word to me that I may come and worshipping also." When they heard the king, they departed, and behold, the star which they had seen in the east went before them, till it came and stood over where the child, where the young child was. When they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceedingly great joy. And when they had come into the house, they saw the young child with Mary his mother, and fell down and worshipped him. And when they had opened their treasures, they presented gifts to him. Gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Mm. So there are just the, the a few of um, the uh, key scriptures uh, that tell that uh, Christmas story. I just thought it was important for us to go back to back to the scriptures there. And yeah, and, and that's that's a, just if I could um, interrupt for yeah. a moment. That's a beautiful narration, you know, just to read that, you know, in the Bible, um, in the Gospels, you know, and then uh, you can elaborate. On that, if you know the Bible, if you like to hear what the Bible says more in regard to the prophetic um, times, you know, of the birth of Jesus and how wonderful was for those simple uh, shepherds, as you said, to 
to witness that and the angels of heaven to reveal to them because even people of the day, they were so busy with other things that they totally missed out the greatest event mm. Uh, mm. which this earth, uh, uh, you know, was witnessing at that time to the, you know, that the king of the universe to come down on this earth. Yeah. And, and what came into my mind as you were saying that, Nick, was the fact that, you know, the angels revealed themselves to, in inverted commas, lowly shepherds. And was that because some of the more important people of the day, uh, they perhaps were not that receptive mm. to uh, wanting to hear about another king coming. I mean, king, mm. king Herod wasn't too happy about about yeah. that. Um, and it just shows that sometimes um, society can get a little ahead of itself and think that they are above certain things, they're more intelligent to than to accept silly fairy tales uh, when actually, you know, it, it needs an open heart to be able to mm. accept. Uh, yeah, that's a very, a very stories. good comment, uh, Tracy. And what I believe is that, um, you know, uh, Israel and the teachers of the law uh, in Israel, they should have known better than anybody else. But you see, God revealed himself uh, even to some foreigners, like you, you just uh, read the, about the three uh, wise men or wise the men, yeah. Magi, yeah, coming and uh, uh, inquiring about this and then who comes in the picture comes in the picture even the ruler of that uh, region you know yes. and um, actually it was not that this was a very insignificant event this was quite significant uh, caught the attention of uh, important people like it says mm. the, the king and uh, but the problem is that and it can happen with us today uh, talking about this season talking about Christmas and our heart to be somewhere else rather than uh, where should be in terms of connecting with our creator, yes. with God. Because that's what, that was the thing. I mean, they were waiting for Messiah to mm. come, you know, mm. to redeem them. And because they thought it had to look a certain way. Mm. Yeah, that's true. They they were expecting, but also I believe they, they were so... Uh, embedded to say so in the daily routine and they have mm. formed their own um, direction you know and understanding of idea things you know of how idea. It would be. And, yeah, yeah when that happened because you see the the shepherds for example simple people not uh, learned necessarily but when they saw signs they believed why because that's what they've been told now they yes. were not a academically, uh, you know, students, or they were not even theologically, you know, but they heard about these things through the prophecy, to the prophets, and they believed. And the angels told them, look f- Look mm. for the star, mm-hmm. you know, and, and they, and they just went and did that. And you know, it, it makes me think about the fact that the scripture that says that if we don't become like little children, we will never enter the kingdom of heaven. That's so, correct. you know, we, we do have to be wise, but we, um, we, we need to open our heart and allow the Holy Spirit to, um, reveal things to us. Mm. I mean, how can we bring it to our uh, days, Tracy? I mean, we're talking about here, uh, you, you just mentioned before, they're not 
only Christians are interested in Christmas. You just mentioned your friend being an atheist, you yeah. know, but uh, um, what's this um, season or this time mean meaning for mm-hmm. Christians? Mm-hmm. For Christians? Um, well, it depends, you know, I, I think... Um, to be honest, I think unwittingly, I think Christians can be pulled into um, celebrating Christmas in a way that doesn't really honour okay. Christ. Okay. I, I think that can happen. You know, the celebration of Christmas has become overwhelmingly secular mm-hmm. these days. For many people, the Christmas story actually isn't relevant. In Australia, we know that Christians are in the minority this holiday Holy Day has become almost completely secular. Mm. People still want to celebrate Christmas, but they what? But what do they really want to celebrate? We talked about yeah. you know tradition and all of this kind of thing. Um, they they like um, the idea of celebrating, but unfortunately, Christmas um, a Christ has has very much. Um, Taken a backseat in the in the um, the way that um, Christmas is celebrated. I I, I actually um, in in kind of I was I was alluding to the fact that maybe some Christians might get caught up in things a little bit. I'd like to just go back and talk a little bit about the pagan origins, if we mm-hmm. if we can. Yeah, about that'd be that. good. You know, just to understand how we've ended up with this mishmash of everything of of how. Christmas is celebrated these days. So we know it's marked on the 25th of December and actually the 7th of January for Orthodox Christians. Um, it's a day that's supposed to mark the birth of Jesus, the Son of God. Um, but we know that Christmas, you know, that term, the 25th of December, that date is not actually mentioned in the Gospels. Mm. You know, I mm. read out those scriptures and there was nothing in there that talked anything about, you know, um, um, you know, the ex, the, the, the whatever day of the whatever month. Mm. There is, mm. there is, there is nothing so specific there. But so how did we end up with this 25th of December? Um, with regard to um, when Christmas began to be celebrated, it wasn't until the 4th century AD that Pope Julius I set the 25th of December as a date for Christmas. I'm reading these facts from a BBC website mm-hmm. document. Um, this was an attempt to Christianize the pagan celebrations that already took place at this time of year. By 529... 25th of December had become a civil holiday. So we can see that the 25th of December, um, you know, has no scriptural background. Um, the the um, Pope at the time in uh, the 4th century decided that the 25th of December would be a good day um, because there was already a lot of um, celebrating of pagan celebrations going on and they were trying to bring pagans into yeah. the church at, yeah. at that point in time. They kind of thought that that might be an easy easy way to do it. And while, and, while you mentioned that, it's interesting that pretty much around the same time, I mean, uh, a, a little bit earlier, um, uh, there was another move, you know, to... Um, to ease, if you like, the transition, you know, uh, from, uh, you know, uh, 
Christians and pagans, you know, living uh, uh, and uh, the leaders of, of the day, you know, they were interested to keep it uh, as peaceful as possible. And this caught my attention that Christians were willing to pick up a day or a date which is totally pagan to Christianize it, if you like, and uh, to celebrate the birth of Jesus on that one. Now, many people after that, after many, many years, they wouldn't have a clue what happened. Mm. They will just take it as fact, you know, yes. that, okay, this is the 25th of December, uh, the birth of Jesus. Now, the Bible speaks a bit that season, you know, if you look into the Middle East, that uh, region, when Jesus was born, it was not in this time of the year. Uh, but we are not going to that uh, today. What I want to mention is, as you just said, that we can easily just uh, follow the um, tradition of man and even other things which are more important, I made, I made reference a little bit earlier that around that time, actually, even the rest, the day of rest was changed, mm. you know, from uh, uh, Sabbath to Sunday, I mean, the first day of the week, uh, again, for the same thing, because the pagans, they, they used to celebrate the first day of the week, like the sun day. And you see, people start to do those things, and then during the years, you just lose uh, the accountant, and so it just comes thing. back, Nick, to to remind us how we we do need to know the scriptures and we need need to investigate the scriptures because um, otherwise it's you know we can take on any old thing that 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 people say. So you know some of the pagan traditions were all around the winter solstice, you know, at this time of year, and so though all of those kinds of things came came into the. The celebration. I thought it was interesting um, uh, to find out that there was a period when Christmas was actually banned. Mm -hmm. So from the middle of the 17th century until the early 18th century, the Christian Puritans suppressed Christmas celebrations in Europe and America. And they did that because, you know, they, they could see it was becoming too much, nothing to do with mm. with. with Celebrating the birth of Christ. So, um, that, uh, happened because, you know, they would, they suggested that rather it should be, you know, uh, um, a day, uh, a season when there's plenty of prayer, strict moral codes, and a close following of the, of the scriptures. Um, and they in fact thought because Christ's birth is not mentioned in the gospels that, um, that that date was too strongly linked to uh, pagan Roman festivals, which were a little bit, um, uh, well, this document that I looked at just says they're lively, boozy celebrations, mm. which that's probably a lot of what goes on, on today. Yeah. But, um, Anyway, uh, Christmas was actually reinstated in the Victorian era, um, and and that kind of was where the the traditions of Christmas that we have today came in. Um, they revived the tradition of carol singing, uh, borrowed the practice of card giving from St Valentine's Day, and popularized it, popul popularized the the Christmas tree. Yeah. So, you know, you can see that um, there's a Just lot of... Just adding here and there, you know, yeah. a, a little bit and bit make cut, it very commercial. Yeah make, yeah, make it very commercial. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So it actually was very interesting for me to do that research because it helped me to understand, uh, like you said, Nick, it's very easy to just take things on board and not kind of go, 
well, why do we do this and why do we do that kind of thing, you know, um, and and kind of um, uh, just really, you know, look at things and go, yes, I agree with them and or like, no, I don't. And it's like uh, advertising these days, you know, to catch your attention, you add a little bit here, a bit there, whatever the people will love. Well, like, and that, that's what we're learning here that people love about Christmas because we eat uh, special food, because we come together with special people and so on and so forth. And that's why, uh, many people who don't even believe in God, they will still enjoy this uh, season, you know. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. You know, there's there's some there are some really good elements about this season and and I don't think we should be giving it away entirely, mm. but we just need to be very um I think very um intentional about how we um how we uh celebrate this this season. I think there's a lot of danger in the mixing of the truth. I think, you know, if people want to celebrate the end of the year, um, they have that tradition of getting the family together over a nice meal, exchanging some gifts to tell the important people in their life how much they are loved. I think that's all good. Mm. But we need to think about how we're doing that. When we're doing this in a way which takes the name of the Lord in vain and is a terrible representation for him yes. to have associated with that day. I don't think we can have, you know, our full-on secular thing and then just put a stamp of of Christ over it because we, you know, happen to have, you know, uh, a couple of decorations at home that that you know, are of the nativity scene or whatever. I, I, I don't think that really honors God. Mm. I, and I think we need to think about that. You know, people spending way too much money on gifts, getting themselves into debt to buy gifts which are not necessary, when there are poor out there who have so little, you know, I don't think this represents Christ and his message yes. or gives honor to him. Uh, I think about when people get themselves drunk and they say and things say and do things that mm-hmm. hurt themselves or others i don't think that that represents christ and his message or gives honor to him and i think about this you know when we want to have a birthday celebration um, without holding up and honoring the person whose birthday we're supposed to be honoring, which, you know, is essentially what we're doing. It's mm, like mm. having a birthday party for you, Nick, but you're not available. Hey, we'll go ahead with the birthday. With the party, we're, yeah, we're, and enjoy ourselves. We'll enjoy ourselves, you know, and, and actually instead – We'll substitute somebody else for you, Nick. Mm. He'll be the centre of attention. Mm. It'll be a man with a, a long white beard and a red coat. And uh, if he brings his vehicle with him, the reindeers and the sleigh, well, that will be even better because, yeah. you know, we'll focus on all of that. You know, I just think um, that's kind of a slap of the f- a slap in the face to Christ, and I don't think it's a way of representing Christ and his message or giving honour to him. So I think as Christians we need to, you know, I didn't say all those things to make people feel guilty. Yes, of course. You know, it's it's really just about, I think as Christians, if 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 we are, you know, we, 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 we truly have... Um, a belief in Christ um, and what he's done for us in our lives, I think the least we can do is use this season to hold him up the way we should for those who perhaps aren't aware 
of that who haven't met Christ yet. We yeah. just need to have a good look at how we do Christmas and, you know, have a think about what we're doing and whether it's truly holding up Christ and honoring the fact that he was born and came to this earth as our deliverer. Yes, very important. And you mentioned about gifts and um, how we can be caught into that. But, you know, we may miss out the greatest gift mm. ever, which we can share. It's about Jesus. It's about to talk about Jesus, to share with people about the love of Jesus. To You know, people don't like to hear these days much about Jesus. They want to just celebrate his birth, but not to know him, you know, yes. and that, that's very strange. sad, strange, you know, because if you want to celebrate somebody and you, you are part of that, you want to know as much as possible about that person. Yes. yes. And, uh, yeah, I think this is quite, uh, quite strange. Yeah. So, you know, I think the Christmas story is still very relevant if we want to make it relevant to us and encourage other Christians to make it the focus of the of the season. You know, I yeah. think, um, you know, I, yeah, 25th of December isn't in the Bible. Um, there are some Christians who think because of that we should just not be involved at all. But I think, you know, um, let's take back as much as we can of this season that's been hijacked from us. Yeah. And let's look at ourselves first and make sure that we're not caught up in that whole thing, and, you know. And that can be good tradition, okay? Uh, there is tradition which uh, may not be true, not be, not be so helpful or good, but it is good tradition, yeah. and we may need to learn about that. But look, we'll take a short break here, play a song, and um, I want to really... T- Think of these words of the song. It's all about the cross. Even the birth of Jesus. Jesus came on this earth to be born because he came for a reason, for a mission. And that was the cross uh, because that was important for you and me, my dear friend, listening today. Hear this song and we'll be back soon. Please don't go anywhere. It's not just about the manger Where the baby lay It's not all about the angels Who sing for him that day It's not all about the shepherds On the bright and shining star It's not all about the wise men Who traveled from afar It's about the cross It's about my sin It's about how Jesus came to be born once So that we could be born again It's about the stone That was rolled away So that you and I could have real life someday It's about the cross about the good things in this life I've done. It's not all about the truth. 
treasures or the trophies that I've won. It's not about the righteousness that I find within. It's all about His precious blood that saved me Welcome back. You are listening to Faith FM Drive Time BQ&A with Nick Rita and Tracy Papandreou. We are talking about uh, this time of the season when uh, we are um, looking at the birth of Jesus. And uh, that was a beautiful uh, song you just uh, heard about uh, uh, Jesus. It's all about the cross because even the coming of Jesus to be born was for that reason that he will... Uh, uh, redeem us or save us. And uh, I have a wonderful book to give you, my dear friend, today. It's called uh, Who is Jesus? All the armies that ever marched and all the navies that were ever built and all the parliaments that ever sat, all the kings that ever reigned put together have not affected the life of man as powerfully as Jesus Christ. It's a wonderful book, my dear friend. You just need to send us a text message with the code SA86. SA86. No space in between. And this book is yours. Don't hesitate to send us a text message to 04888 
Tracy, we have a bit uh, more time left for uh, today and we are talking about uh, the wonderful thing about the birth of Jesus and how uh, that was revealed to even simple people like the shepherds, but not only uh, that the wise men, they were uh, uh, informed, you know, and they believed and they came to see Jesus and then the king was worried about uh, another king to come and rule. And we learn also that with this date, 25th of December and uh, Christmas, uh, it, it's a quite interesting blend of paganism and uh, Christianity, you know, because you put together, you blend these two things, very important things, the birth of Jesus and then the celebration. And we learn before the break that many people celebrate Christmas even though they don't call themselves Christians. Mm. They may not believe in God, but they still celebrate Christmas because it became a very special time, very commercialized, very, you know, um, yeah, uh, even in countries like China, for example, we don't necessarily believe, you know, in the way Christians believe Christmas is big. But I'd like to learn maybe if we could in a few minutes left here, how we can still treasure this time. How can we still have a, a good tradition, a helpful tradition that we can uh, share with each other, that we can share that gift, the uh, amazing gift, Jesus Christ, mm. with each other. Mm. Would you like to just share with us a bit more? Yeah, I think we've got to, one of the principles is that we have to come to Christ with, you know, the attitude of a little child. We're, you know, we're told that, you know, that's the way, if we don't come to Christ um, with the attitude of a little child, then we won't find our way into into heaven. And, you know, there's actually a scripture that I missed out earlier that I would like to actually go through because I believe it upholds Mary and shows her amazing ability to take on something um, that was completely supernatural, mm. but she 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 looked at it through eyes of faith, like a little child, and I think we need to come back to that. So it's in uh, Luke one twenty six, and again it's about her being told about um, the announcement that she will conceive. Now in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary. And having come in, the angel said to her, Rejoice, highly favoured one, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. But when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying and considered what manner of greeting this was. Then the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favour with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bring forth a son and shall call his name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Highest, and the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. Then Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I do not know a man? And the angel answered and said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the highest will overshadow you. Therefore also that Holy One who is to be born will be called the Son of God. Um, now indeed, Elizabeth, your relative, has also conceived a son in her old age, and this is now the sixth month for her who was called barren. For with God nothing will be impossible. Then Mary said, Behold, the maidservant of the Lord, let it be to me according to your word. 
and the angel departed from her. So, you know, this is a supernatural thing that mm. Mary's been told. You know, you're going to conceive of, of, of the Holy Spirit. Um, and, and she just, you know, initially was a bit afraid and everything, but she said, okay, if this is what I'm being told that the, this is the Lord's plan, then so be it. I'm happy to be part of this. So we need to just come back to the season with, you know, the, the innocent eyes, I think, of a child and look at this um, birth of Christ again mm. and bring um, some of the true um, meaning, meaning yeah. of the mm. season back to it. Um, how can we do that? I think, you know, we should be a bit intentional and create new traditions for ourselves and our families which center around Christ and the Christmas story. That might mean perhaps a joint reading of the Christmas story. We, those are some nice scriptures that we went through today. Um, around the dining table, uh, perhaps before Christmas lunch or dinner is served. That could be a new thing that you start to refresh your mind about what the Bible actually says. Um, and this might be followed by a prayer of thanks for Jesus coming uh, and then maybe asking guests to share how Christ has worked in their life during mm. the year. That might be something that could be done. I think it's time for people to rethink the gift giving. Um, didn't the wise men bring gifts for Jesus, how might we return to that tradition? What can you bring to Christ as your gift for him? You know, and that makes me think about the parable that um, of the sheep and the goats that's in Matthew 25, uh, 37 to 40. Let me just find that. I'm not as prepared as I should be. But that's, yeah, that's a very good um, example, uh, Tracy, as you think of that parable. Uh, how can we apply that in our life? Yes, because um, Jesus is talking in this parable. He's talking about when he comes again, how the... Um, the sheep and the goats will be divided and that will, that division will be based on what they have done in his name. Uh, so it says here, then the righteous will answer him saying, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you or thirsty and give you drink? When did we see you a stranger and take you in or naked and clothe you? Or when did we see you sick or in prison and come to you? And the king will answer and say to them, assuredly, I say to you, inasmuch as you did it to one of the least of these, my brethren, you did it to me. So maybe we need to rethink the gifts going, what are the gifts that we can give to Christ? And to be meaningful for those people who really need uh, Jesus in their life. Okay. Um, we might need to rethink the style of Christmas cards we give to others. Have you been caught up in um, maybe... Christmas cards with the Santa and the reindeers and all of that. I think we need to make it clear to others without trying to Bible bash them that I stand for this being a meaningful time of, of the year and, and this is what I'm celebrating. So I'm going to send you a card that's got something about Jesus' birth mm. on it rather mm. than all of the other kinds of, kinds of things, you know, and that goes through Christmas decorations, you know, children's parties that involve Santa coming along, all of those. I think we need to get back to what this is all about. And there is a couple of scriptures that I would like to share, um, which, you know, helps us to understand what this is about. You talked about that song about the actually the cross being so connected to the birth of Christ. 
Um, John 1.14 says, And the word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. And that one we all know so well, John 3.16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Yeah, that's a very beautiful passage, uh, Tracy, wonderful to meditate on on that one and as you just said uh, I would like to just close uh, on this program that uh, we should rethink how we celebrate uh, this season Um, not to be just uh, taken by the waves of uh, um, you know sensation and all those things Uh, you mentioned about decoration for example and that's becoming big um, everywhere, shopping centers that was uh, two months even before Christmas, they will start to put in display all those things. I, it caught my attention one thing, uh, which I can't even explain it, uh, still, uh, around my, uh, in my neighborhood, you know, um, a particular house, very full of decoration, but it was full of decoration during Halloween. Mm-hmm. And it's full of decoration about Christmas. And I just try to think how these two, married together you know celebrating the dead you know like which is doesn't have to do anything with uh, god and then now celebrating christ but you see we can easily being uh, falling you know into these uh, traditions you know but hey um it's good to be again during this time to remember to talk about jesus uh, how good it will be to talk even more often during the year about the birth of Jesus and his uh, ministry for me and you, mm. uh, my dear friend. Uh, Tracy, I wonder if you could um, just bring us uh, as we close in a word of prayer for this season. Love to. Dear Heavenly Father, I just pray for myself and Nick and all the listeners. And Lord, I just pray that your Holy Spirit would help us to uh, really come back to the true meaning of this season Protect us from being pulled into the world's ways uh, that distract us from what is really important. Help us during this period to come closer to you, Lord, and um, help us to, you know, have a good um, influence on those around us that it can be truly um a Christmas story remembered yeah. in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, uh, Tracy. And uh, my dear friend, um, we're inviting you to join us again next time. We are going to talk a little bit more about the uh, New Year next time, you know, and uh, uh, how we prepare ourselves for, uh, for a new beginning. Um, but until then, may God richly bless you. Have a safe walk with Jesus during this time. Um, don't forget still to send us a text message uh, for the offer. We have uh, that beautiful uh, book about um, who is Jesus. And uh, you can send a text message with the code SA86 1. May God richly bless you. Leaving you with a song and all the best. King
dark Gethsemane Who is he on yonder tree Dies in Of all.